Welcome to the Von Nelson Podcast. Today is the fourth quarter 2021 Von Nelson Select recap call. In the fourth quarter of 2021, the Von Nelson Select strategy returned 13.44% gross, 13.17% net, and that is up against the S&P 500 at 11.03% and the Russell 3000 at 9.28%, which brings the year-to-date return for 2021 for the Von Nelson Select strategy to 40.61% gross, 39.26% net. And again, I guess the S&P 500 at 28.71% and the Russell 3000 at 25.66%. With me today is Lead Senior Portfolio Manager, Scott Weber. And with that, Scott, we'll turn things over to you. Thanks, Dan. Uh, as you alluded to, it was a great quarter to end the year. Um, looking at, at how that return arrived, uh, security selection was really all of it uh, in, in, in the fourth quarter. The market uh, rose nicely. Uh, most of that happened in the beginning portion of the quarter. Um, and uh, I, th- I think a part of that is associated with economic activity picking up and, and fears of the Omicron variant being uh, at least mitigated by the the severity or lack thereof of that particular virus associated with continuing easy financial conditions and that sort of thing. If you look at what contributed uh, to the performance of the fund during the quarter, every single sector had a positive contribution. Um, Industrials led the way. Utilities, tech, materials, financials, they were all up double digits in the quarter. Energy, you know, is kind of a push, but we'll call it a positive, and, and, and that, was, that was the back end of the train. Uh, and so these are the sort of things we love to see. That, that broad-based rally um, really meant that there were just a couple of names that weren't up during the quarter. Um, and what you did see, though, and I'll get to this a little bit later, was a little bit of rotation in the quarter that, that kind of began in December. Uh, and so the leaders for the year... Uh, weren't necessarily the leaders for the month of December. Turning now to attribution, um, you know, as you might infer, because we said selection drove the alpha, uh, you know, selection really, uh, from an attribution perspective, was a lead horse here. Again, the relative performance was actually really well distributed across the portfolio. It wasn't uh, one or two names that were carrying their weight. It was it was broad. Here again, industrials and tech led from a relative standpoint as their holdings are meaningfully outperformed. Um, whereas consumer discretionary and staples, they may have been up, but they weren't necessarily up as much as the index. Our cash levels during the quarter crept up just a little bit as, as we trimmed a couple of positions. Um, during the quarter, we bought two names. We sold two names. We bought and sold uh, one each of uh, a financial and, a, and in healthcare. And I would point out that uh, volatility was was pretty reasonable uh, during the quarter, apart from a little brief bump in December. If you look at the characteristics of the portfolio at the beginning of the year, i.e. end of the fourth quarter, uh, we continue, like we always have, to have a similar profile with high active share, higher returns measured by ROE and ROA versus, uh, versus the index. Interestingly, because of the great performance of our stocks, we now, on a, on a median market cap skew, a little bit bigger than the index, um, which is a change. Uh, the valuations, again, comparable, 
but they're they're also a little bit higher versus published estimates. Um, and and a lot of that's because we still don't own real estate or hardly any banks. Um, and, and the one utility we own uh, has a higher multiple than the average, and so our multiples look higher by comparison to the index by virtue of really that, those exclusions, which are intentional because we're not finding things that meet our returns there. Um, if you look at the factors, here again, there's, there's great consistency with what we've done. It's, it's a very typical profile. Uh, I would say that in the quarter, based on valuation, there were some trims of some names that might have at the margin, reduced the growth tilt a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a, a wholesale or meaningful change, but but, but a slight shift there. Um, using the, the factor data here again, stock-specific factors were, were the the lion's share of the positive performance. Um, factor preferences is exhibited in market behavior shifted a little bit in December, and that was marginally. And I just look at the marginally uh, headwind, um, and so we're watching that to see. If that'll continue, you know, through 22, um, this this portfolio continues to show better factor diversification than the benchmark. A lot of that has to do with the concentration of assets in the top couple of names in the index. Uh, we we have some of them, but we don't have all of them, and we've got some really nice offsetting positions, and so um, that that results in a portfolio with, with greater factor diversification as measured by the inputs in the model that we, models that we use. Uh, and if you look, one telling perspective is there is a little bit of a we're, we're arguably long volatility, but that's offset by being short uh, beta. And um, as it happens, the active risk is right in the typical level of where it happens to be, meaning the, the portfolio sensitivity to the market is mitigated a little bit because of, of the factor diversification that we have. Turning to macro, you know, the market during the quarter preferred large names to small names. Um, equities, like I've said, were all pretty much up broadly. Um, we were still showing year-on-year uh, gains in economic statistics versus 2020, uh, and it's gotten heady enough that now the narrative of inflation has taken hold, and, you know, as recently as yesterday's Powell reconfirmation hearing, this, this is obviously kind of page one story for 2022 is something we're going to keep our finger on the pulse of. Um, we're also watching the shift in, in liquidity in the markets. If, for example, uh, policymakers decide to become more aggressive as they remove accommodation, and I phrase that carefully, they are removing accommodation. It's still very accommodative. The financial conditions index is still very easy, but at the margin, they're, they're taking a little bit of the punch bowl away. Um, and so we're watching that. Um, and, and certainly, you know, the, the Fed in particular, some prognosticators would say, are, are often late and, and often on purpose. I, I don't know that I can opine as to the intent of those decision makers. I think they're doing their job the best they can. But at the very least, they're speaking to the specter of inflation today, which means that that's going to be um, sort of an axis for discussion points and valuation vis-a-vis surprises either way with respect to the markets. As a consequence of that conversation that's going on, you know, rates have backed up a little bit. And the dollar remained pretty strong through the quarter. Looking at valuation, even though you know we were hitting all-time highs through through late 21, um, you know that would imply the market's expensive. It's not as expensive as it might seem because what you've seen is a little more rotation, and that's carried through into the first weeks of, of 2022 as well. And so we're watching that as, as market preferences are expressed. You know, for, for various factors and sectors, 
that may be different than they've been for the last couple of years. And so net-net, you've got a portfolio that today is not terribly different than it was, but yet responsive to the shifts in the market conditions and factors as we see them. Um, we, we like our portfolio. We like what we own a lot. We're excited about uh, the prospects for a number of these names, and, and the, the ones that we've shifted, we've shifted to names that we're even more excited about. So we'll keep our uh, our eyes on the horizon for those telltale signs of leadership change, and um, and obviously continue to to monitor what what the world is thinking about with respect to inflation. Um, all of this, of course, comes with a view that there, you know nobody's got a perfect crystal ball to tell you what the external shocks to the market would be, but we could respond quickly to those as as, as we see fit. And we certainly spend a lot of time worrying about what what could go wrong. Um, our, our job, as we see it, is to compound the client's capital, but that starts with a credit mindset, not just an equity mindset. So in order to, to compound client capital and provide positive returns and alpha at the same time, we need to make sure we don't lose money. And so job one is don't lose don't lose the money. And, and so as you think through looking backwards at the last quarter, you know, we're pleased with, with the outcome. We're excited about it. Uh, and we know that we need to work hard to continue that level of success and rest assured that's what we're doing day in, day out, uh, company by company. And uh, I guess with that, I'll turn it back to you, Dan. Thanks, Scott, and, and thanks for the review, and congratulations on a, not only just a strong fourth quarter, but a, but a really terrific 2021, and um, good luck as we get off and, and running here as we head into the beginning of 2022, and we're looking forward to seeing what lies ahead and, and looking forward to catching up again in a couple months. So um, we'll talk to you soon, and thank you very much. Thank you, Dan. The views, information, and or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Von Nelson and its employees. Von Nelson does not verify and assumes no responsibility for the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast. The primary purpose of the information, opinions, and thoughts presented in this podcast is to educate and inform. This podcast, or any podcast in the series, does not constitute professional investment advice or services, and any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk. Past performance is not an indication of future performance. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents of this podcast are the property of Von Nelson or used by Von Nelson with permission and are protected under U.S. copyright and trademark laws.